known to be one of the most fearless journalists in the world. He kicks ass and chews bubblegum at the same time. He is Shepard Ambellis. And you are listening to The Shepard Ambellis Show. Without further ado, here is your host, Shepard Ambellis. What's up, everyone? We're back. Bethany's with us. Aaron Cole's with us. We're going to have Cameron Parks coming up. He has a band, Box O'Clocks. Um, back in 1995, they wrote a song called All Is Vanity. I was checking out the lyrics. It's pretty awesome to see that that was uh, coming out in their music way back then. So... We'll talk about that a little bit with him and more. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting show. I don't know. Um, we want to cover a little bit of news first because there's all these floods going on. There was flooding in Kentucky, um, Death Valley flash floods, just epic rainfall in a lot of places. A lot of times... It's the rainfall for a whole month and one one day or the rainfall for a whole year in one day just dropping down in places. And then you see places that are super parched, like parts of California and around the area of that dam that um, recently had the old uh, turbine go out in there, that transformer explosion or whatever. And yeah, yeah, they said it was a transformer explosion, but I was thinking that that water's getting so low that it's just uh, sucking up mud and shit into it. So I don't know, but someone had posted a video on social media and it just showed it like ultra low those uh, the ports where the 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 uh, water goes through the dam into those turbines. They're empty. The canals are empty and it just looks like really bad. And then if geoengineering, you know, we know they have weather modification. You can, you can literally hire companies to do weather modification. So like we know they have actual weather modification programs that goes on. I've interviewed, um, actual NSA chemtrail program whistleblower ac griffith um about a decade ago now or a little more and there's lots of uh, use for these um chemtrails and cloud seeding programs and they really know how to operate them and control them and what they're doing and it's no secret to them and they're doing this so you have to ask yourself why why would there not be water in the reservoir? You know what? Like, yeah, like, I mean, you could literally just, the governor of California could declare some type of emergency disaster, say, for instance, and get funding to hire a company, a private corporation that literally does cloud seeding. Or the government could just come out and take care of their population and do it for them, you know, because the government's so benevolent, right? Mm-hmm. Your loving government, it's so benevolent. <laughs> they love us so much. Leave it's... my big daddy alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was also, I think there was also some more like record flooding in uh, in St. Louis. I was kind of looking through it. I saw it on Twitter. I was trying to look through and verify that that it was something recent. But all the all the all the rain is falling in one place and not falling in the other. Like over here in Texas, we we're over here being dry as shit. Right. I had an issue with my pool today, and it leaked out. I don't know how many gallons to even guess, but the it was instantly dry on the ground right next to the pool where the where the water leaked out. So it's that's just how dry it is in my area. But some places it's you know you can go take a kayak and go down Main Street. Yeah, it's, it seems to be like, um, you know, spot circumstances. Like, 
things are more in like um, areas or groups. Either it's dry or it's totally drenched um, and nothing's making sense. Like it's it's just getting more sporadic or something. And there's just so many people, so many people talking about the weather right now. And even on social media, there's all sorts of posts. People are wondering like what's going on. I heard people locally here where I live, uh, even mentioning the weather and telling me that it's not usual for this type of year and whatnot. And it's not even, uh, that out of control, you know? So, um, Mm typically strange yeah yeah like typically um you know you you would think people would notice that if it's like super crazy but like i'm hearing people talk about it here and they're they're just saying it's a lot different than the previous summers of the previous six years and stuff like that so um i don't know what's going on but there's that uh we have a clip aaron of the um health or the um weather channel what i think it's like the ceo of the weather channel or the founder or something the original owner of the weather channel i can't remember his exact title but this guy's like the weather channel head or whatever or was and he goes on cnn with brian stelter oh yeah that one yeah you did you repost that in our chat yeah yeah i think i did in the show chat you know just basically um brian stelter we all know he has the worst rated show on cnn and probably next to don lemon i got trolled Mm. by don lemon one time it was crazy it was like um i i had posted something about don lemon I, i don't even remember what it was and he didn't directly troll me but there was this group of i assume it was like probably like him and uh secretively like anderson cooper and you know maybe a couple of those other cnn hosts maybe Mm -hmm. like brian stelter was in this group and they have these flamingos on their twitter handles and all this shit and yeah they go around there was i got attacked by this team of flamingos and they were saying Don Lemon was the greatest thing. And they were like zooming in on pictures of me and like doing like crazy shit. And, <laughs> and we battled in like real time, like hardcore for like one hour, maybe straight. And then they finally gave up. And I was thinking how literally it was probably like them, maybe even. Um, but, oh, yeah. it, but if not, he has like a whole team uh, that goes around and handles this for him. Apparently, if you say anything about Don Lemon, this, these flamingos come out and they'll attack you, or at least they did me. So I, I don't know what was going on with that. That was pretty wild. Do we got that uh, one clip from the um, Weather Channel or the uh, yes, sir. Brian Stelter yes, sir, we do. and the Weather we Channel? Do, uh, now, the, th- the thing about this mm-hmm. is like, um, hold on one second. Uh, the thing about this is, this is the Weather Channel saying like, look, there's no climate change. Nothing's changed. Or it's the, this guy from the Weather Channel. Now, um, CNN, you know, Brian Stelter comes in and he's like all about the Weather Channel. He's like, oh, I love the Weather Channel or whatever. And this, and this guy's like, now hold on. And then he just starts tearing in the CNN. But this, this comes out of the um, Al Gore time period when they told us the whole all of florida was going to be submerged underwater and nothing's really changed in that aspect but we are seeing Mm -hmm. these weird spot flooding and whatnot go go ahead uh aaron clear mr kennedy's not a scientist i am he's the ceo of the weather channel now I was the founder of the Weather Channel, not the co-founder. And I'm glad you did, because I am addicted to the Weather Channel. I watch a lot of cable news. Hold on just a minute. I'm not done. And CNN has taken a very strong position on global warming that that it is a consensus. Well, there is no consensus in science. Science isn't a vote. Science is about facts. And if you get down to the hard, cold facts, uh, there's no question about it. Climate change is not happening. 
There is no significant man-made global warming now. There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. There's a whole lot of baloney, and yes, it is. it has become a big political point of the Democratic Party and part of their platform, and I regret it's become political instead of scientific, but the science is on my side. I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion about the topic right here. What I do wonder, well, I know though, is when not, you see... I because you wouldn't the... allow it to happen on CNN. But I'm happy well, that I got on the air and got a chance to talk to your, uh, to your viewers. Hello, everybody. What there I is do, no global warming. What I do uh-huh. wonder is when you see the government, when you see NASA, when you see other institutions say that 97% of climate scientists agree, do you think they're making it up? I, I, what I don't understand is how you well, square that. Well, that's a manipulated that. figure, and let me explain it to you. Uh, the the uh, government puts out about $2.5 billion directly for climate research every year. It only gives that money to scientists who will produce scientific results that support the global warming hypothesis of the Democrat Party of position. So they don't have any choice. If you're going to get the money, you got to support their position. Therefore, 97% of the scientific reports published support global warming. Why? Because those are the ones the government pays for, and that's where the money is. It's real simple, but that doesn't mean it's right. That doesn't make it true. That only makes it bought and paid for. The money goes in circles. I'm not a scientist. So I'm not going to try to refute you Boy, on that's the facts. The truth. So I'll simply so say that the Please stand majority... back from this from this issue and let the two sides be on the air. Oh, crazy. That. Now, we got open lines, uh, and then we're going to bring the guest on. I'm going to open the lines up, though, for the show. 205-843-7437 is the number. 205 843 7437. It's also on the main page of ATN.live. Um, I want to get uh, Cameron Parks, our guest, take on this here in a minute, but l- like, let's break this down and unpack it and analyze it a little bit. And then I'm going to take a caller real quick right before we go to our guest. Um, and then that'll give us time because, um, you know, then we can get into the whole. Uh, everything we want to get into, but Aaron Cole, let's start with you and then we'll go to Bethany and then I'll go to the caller and see if he wants to commentate on this. Rick is the caller in queue. And uh, so like what, when you heard that Aaron, what did you think of that? Like what was going through your mind um, all together? Like, you yeah. Know. Yeah. So uh, actually my next show for the Cole Report is going to be about this, this climate hustle, this, this climate con kind of thing. And, and what this guy is saying is basically he's, he's going to wrap up basically what I'm going to try to do in an hour, but trying to dive into some of these, these topics and how we got here, but it is all just a hustle. They, they want to tax people. They want to shut everything down. They want you to be reliant on the government. You are not going to be allowed to to go drive your car down the road because it's going to cause too much carbon. Meanwhile, in other parts of the world, they're going to let them kind of do their own thing. They're, they're afraid of the people in the West, I believe, is kind of what I'm coming to consensus of. They're afraid of us having independence and having free thought. So they're going to try to go ahead and shut it down by any means necessary. And it is all a hoax. All these people that go to these climate conferences like Al Gore and John Kerry and Greta Thunberg, they all fly in jets. I just drive my damn car down the road to go to work. And they're the ones jet setting across the world, owning these big ass houses that they don't even need. It, It is all just for this bringing in money. And trying to reset our lives is how I see it. That's a good good analysis. Bethany, what did you think when you were listening to that? I thought it was hilarious. How <laughs> <laughs> we shut him down. <laughs> what about how Brian like, Stelter's oh, I, like so, I, I love, love I He's love like, the weather quiet, channel. Shut yeah. Up, <laughs> but you know, you had mentioned something on air when we discussed this I don't know, a couple episodes ago. Um, is it genuine? Now right. the guy from I, the guy from the Weather Channel, he sounds pretty legit to me. It sounds, it does sound kind of though, me. but like you caught on to this. Like I feel like it was scripted in a way. Now, what's the psyop behind it? I don't know. Maybe just opposition, and maybe they're running the truth now, and that's the psyop. But um, 
did you notice how Brian Selter comes out and tries to stroke his goat and he's like, you know, oh, I love, I love the weather channel and all that. And then the guy's like, no, <laughs> no, sit down and shut up. You know, like, just like, yeah. <laughs> tells him. Yeah. brown-nosing piece of shit yeah shut up <laughs> we're gonna have open lines throughout the show but um call in in a little bit if you want to get in i'm gonna uh, get rick in real quick and then we're gonna bring on cameron rick from florida you're on the air with the shepherd and bella show what's up man yeah good afternoon uh shepherd and crew um uh, i hope you can hear me okay i'm actually using a voice alternator uh, to protect my identity. Rick is my codename. Um, Shepard, uh, I've read a lot of your research over the years, and I actually served in the Navy in 1986 to 1994. Uh, shortly thereafter, I went into the private sector, and I worked for a company by the name of Evergreen and flew uh, what I was told was commercial flights for the sake of monitoring and surveillance. Now, Mr. Ambellis, I, I know you're familiar with Evergreen because uh, I've read about uh, it on your... Mm. They just terminated our call lines. They're gone. Is that crazy? Oh my gosh. No, it's it's typical. He was gonna start talking about some type of secret chemtrail program or something. He was talking about Evergreen. That's crazy. Oh. Um, all right, well we'll bring Cameron on. That's fucking weird that they uh they terminated the main call line. What the hell? That that's kinda par for the course. We still have Cameron, you said right? Yeah, we got because we got him on Skype, oh, okay. and then, oh, okay. but that's yeah they terminated our connection with the call board. That's really weird. It's not like that's never happened before. I mean, you know. You shall not pass. Crazy, huh? Well, you, our guest... you will not enjoy the First <laughs> Amendment, and you will like it. You will be happy. <laughs> what a crazy show! <laughs> all right, well, Cameron Parks, welcome to the show. Uh, sorry you had to wait through all that. Um, Box O'Clocks is his band. It, ha you know, they have a song. I guess is it is, was that on YouTube that that y'all got that posted? Um, all yeah. is vanity, and the lyrics. When I was reading them out, because they have the lyrics on the screen too, I was like, "Wow, that's that's really uh, resonating with me." And I looked at the date, uh, and then I was talking to Cameron before the show. He says that he wrote, or, or the the band wrote this back in 1995. They published it in 1997. Cameron, can you tell us a little bit about Box of Clocks, um, All Is Vanity? and how you your band came to get those lyrics in there and and like what, when you look back on it you know what are you thinking now well um yeah it was written in 19 it was recorded in 1997 i, I wrote it in 1995 um by the way uh box of is b-o-x-o-c-l-o-x by the way um yeah, uh, it was written around the time that the uh, Oklahoma City bombing happened. Um, I was living near a uh, federal building in Los Angeles, and so uh, that was kind of what sparked it. And having been a student of prophecy, I just, um, you know, I was kind of, you know, projecting into what the future might hold. And as far as the verses are concerned, I was kind of thinking in sort of like uh, wrote it no Nostradamic-like quatrains, and um, used a 48-piece string section uh, to record it. And um, it's a very unusual record. Um, and uh, yeah, came out on an album uh, in 2008. And then I made a lyric video. Uh, I think in 2014, I think it was. And because I could see that things were kind of going in the direction of what the song, of what it's about. 
but now it's extreme, extremely prescient. Um, even the imagery I used, I had never made a lyric video before. Mm -hmm. um, found out how difficult it was. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just grabbing images, and a lot of the images I, I grabbed just kind of by my gut, you know, and a lot of, a lot of those images have become prescient too. So it's just, it's just, it's just kind of weird, you know, because it, it kind of hits the nail on the head. Uh, and yeah, it does. I, throw, I did throw a little Easter egg in there at the very end of the song. Um, there's a, uh, uh, you know, after mixing, before going to mastering, uh, I always like to take an 11th hour look and go, is there anything else I can throw in here? Is there any 11th hour thing? And I re remembered, and it was around the time, um, and Art Bell was still on, and he had played that, uh, uh, there, there was a recording, I think it was made in Siberia, uh, where uh, they drilled a hole as far down as you can go. And they, I guess during their lunch breaks or whatever, uh, they could hear some noises down there, so they put a microphone down there. And they captured, you know, kind of like what sounds like hell, you know? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, that's crazy. The, the sounds from hell. Uh, people yeah. can Google this or, or on YouTube. Art Bell sounds from hell. And it is absolutely horrifying. Yeah. I took it. And um, at the last minute, I thought, because uh, I have 48 string, you know, 48 piece string section doing a glissando up to a high E. And I thought, what can I put there that would be kind of a warning? Because that's going up. And it was kind of around the time that he started playing that. And I, I was able to grab it and um, dump it in there. So it's kind of an Easter egg. Kind of interesting. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, um, you know. And we've been doing other stuff since then. Uh, you know, we had been around for a, for a long time, um, and I've been in the business for a long time. I'm kind of getting out. Uh, I just finished a. Uh, I just scored a film uh, for PBS that's coming out in the fall. Uh, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, called Accidental Host, or it's, it's called Accidental Host: The Story of Rat Lung Worm Disease. Um, it was interesting during the whole COVID thing that I was doing this because here's another disease to worry about and think about. Yeah. Um, but this is real. So, um, but, uh, yeah. And, you know, I'm just kind of taking a break from the business, you know, for a while. And, um, you know, that's kind of where things stand as far as, uh, my career in the music well you're extremely talented and that i, I like how you're uh, in in doing the film stuff too and uh scoring that um you know you you uh, i don't know if you want to talk about what you do currently or anything but i was thinking maybe you could even commentate on that um guy from the the uh weather channel head and brian stelter with cnn we played that clip and just like, what were your thoughts on that as you were listening to that? Um, <laughs> I agree with it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, hilarious and not hilarious. Um, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, when it comes, you know, to free speech, um, you know, there's Richard Fam uh, Famous famous quote. I'd rather have questions that can't be answered than answers that can't be questioned. And that kind of falls into that category. I mean, here he just jumped all over him and just said, eh, 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 no, we're not going down that road, you know. Mm -hmm. And that yeah, was beautiful. <laughs> I think, you know. Yeah, that, 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 I can't stand that Brian Stelter dude, but his uh, little squeaky voice and all. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was funny. I didn't know if it was some type of, of operation. I can't really wrap my finger around what the operation would be, but I, it, it, it was a, that was a fun clip. Um, let's see what, uh, we talked a little bit about the flooding, the, um, I don't know what's caught, like all of this spot, you know, these, uh, abrupt weather changes in in different regions and this is actually going on all over the globe because last year i was covering 
um, weather conditions for a blog and there was stuff going on all over the world. I mean, like massive floods, just washing out entire towns. Um, in, in, and this was going on in country after country after country. And then there was all these fires and people were just getting burned out. Um, which brings me to another, um, topic that we probably should like bring up um i don't know if we because i don't think we've talked about this one much on the show this season but what about those california wildfires the paradise fire specifically um you know that was the most bizarre thing if if people remember the news coverage of the paradise fire and if you've went in and checked on this and done a lot of research and looked at a lot of independent investigations and a lot of different footage from that fire, you'll realize there's some strange anomalies. A lot of people think that on social media that directed energy weapons might've been used or something like that to ignite these fires because they were, they were saying how they were forest fires, but yet there would just be houses just totally disintegrated and the trees would be perfectly intact around the houses and entire neighborhoods would be burnt out, metal I-beams melted, cars, um, the engines were melted on the uh, pavement, you know, just like stuff you just don't see normally. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I I just pulled up a picture of this, Shepard, and uh, the first picture that came up, it looks like some kind of a subdivision or something. Mm -hmm. All the houses are gone, like you were saying. And the trees, they're a little slightly toasted that were close to the house. Other mm-hmm. than that, though, it's all houses gone, no trees. Yeah, the and there was, there was metal melted um, and dripping down the road like a foundry, you know, like, like we saw in 9-11. And mm-hmm. um, there was a YouTuber, Dutch Sense, he did a video where they caught this beam coming. They were suspecting it came from space. I I don't think so. Um, I think it might have came from a um, airplane-based weapon system, which they have, and I've re- reported on. They have these big uh, Air Force planes, like almost like C-130 type, but but something different, but like pretty good size uh, plane, and they have these lasers affixed uh, to the. Um, front of the aircraft on the bottom like a dome and they can point it they can like steer it around in their directed energy they have these on navy ships so they could just go around you know and they could um just burn out whatever they wanted you know maybe 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 we're at war and the the russians were burning us out you know (laughs) maybe uh i mean i thought of everything to like where like the Chinese burned us out and they're moving in people into those neighborhoods or like, you know, just like really bizarre stuff. But, um, you know, also like some random, like new world order, like dude, that's like in control of shit could just be testing his toy. And he's just like, kind of like going a little ape shit with it, burning down, you know? And then do they go and they, they buy this land up. You like people checked into this, there's this rail system that they're going to put in or some kind of a high speed, um, Is it like, tube? like a monorail. Yeah. Or, or a not? monorail or a tube or something. I can't remember like something like that, like real epic that goes through California. And they found out like everywhere these things got burned out, the rails going perfectly right there. Oh, oh, is it is it uh, the Elon Musk thing, the the boring I, company, or is this? Gonna be I like think it's book? separate from that, but it's oh, okay. it's something like that, some type of monorail system or something. And uh, but yeah, what Cameron? Did you ever uh, get into these fires at all, or or do you remember any of this from the news coverage? Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And I remember I'd seen something. I think it may have been a YouTube video. It's probably been scrubbed. But there was some woman a few months before these fires that said they're they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And I don't remember her name, um, but it was a few months before this. 
and she was talking about even the area up, up in Northern California that they were going to be uh, that something that like this was going to be happening. So I just wonder if it was a beta test because I remember seeing some of the footage of the beams. Now the thing is, the fire department uh, does do backfires by drone, but I don't think I don't think that's what this was. One other interesting thing as far as as far as the uh, the water. You know, that three-word phrase, watch the water, watch the water. Do you remember about a, I, well, sometime last year, all those videos of, the, of like, lakes mm-hmm. and streams were kind of draining, almost as if there was a drain there. Right. Or pooling down. Right. Which is kind of weird. And I came across, I actually kept it from April of 21. And Kamala Harris said, for years and generations, wars have been fought over oil. In a short matter of time, they will be fought over water. <laughs> That's crazy. Do, uh, do, do you think they had like a special drain sucking it up into their underground bases? Or, um, you know, do they are they bottling this shit up and secretively storing it somewhere? Or are they like evaporating it? I thought of the same thing. Like, it's pretty weird that you know or like you know could the planet be somehow actually sucking this back in because there's some shifting or something going on russell displacement i I thought of that because yeah no no, it's just um you know it's hard it's hard to know if it's arbitrary or if it's just nature or you know uh as far as our drought here um i've heard people say and i don't know if it's true but with all of the chem clouding going on and with all of the uh, and all of that and with harp that that they can kind of push weather systems away from our coast so we don't get rain you know i and believe it's, that it's well to know um but it's like for the last few years uh deep down you can sense something's not right something's not right if you, if you, especially if you're you've been on the planet for a while yeah, you know, they were even talking about drought in Mexico. Bethany, did you see these uh, rivers and and uh, lakes and all that, like, whirlpooling down into nothing? Uh, there was all these videos. Yes, I have. And not to uh, change the topic here, but, um, Aaron, maybe you could play the clip of Kamala Harris um, saying what um, Cameron was just speaking about. Um, we'll fight wars over water. I just sent you a link, so maybe you can pull that up for the audience to hear. Um, it's, they're just hitting us from all different angles. Everything's we're. it's like you just said, Cameron, like, like there's, we have something called instinct and that's, that's what we're all feeling right now. I mean, we are mammals and, and, you know, we have that God given internal, um, you know, gift, uh, to know when something's not right. And even those that, that didn't agree with me years back when are now saying to me, you know, Bethany, you were right. And I'm like, damn it. I wish I was wrong. And I'm sure everybody here right now wishes we were wrong. We do, but we're here. We're here. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play this clip real quick. And here's the other thing. Cause I also, you know, I'm in a lot of meetings on foreign policy, you know, for years and generations, wars have been fought over oil. In a short matter of time, they will be fought over water. So when we think about building up our economy around our infrastructure on something like water policy, it's literally about jobs. It's about the fundamental source of life that Tammy Duckworth was talking about. It will sustain life. And it's about strengthening up our nation around a commodity that is a precious commodity. Wow. Crazy. It's be It'll like sustain life. <laughs> sustain life or extinguish life without it. And that's what they're going. Five hundred million, everybody. Yeah. That's you crazy. Start with water. Three days. Three days without water and you you're dead, right? So it's way more effective than going after energy and climate and food. You gotta turn off the water. That's that's well, really scary. Well, they have water wars in California where they're um they go in and they have these water police. You can't water your yard. You only get to use like 50 gallons per person, you know, or whatever their limit is in each little area. And essentially you're like a slave, you know, you got, um, 
million dollar minimum houses you go in and you can't even take a shower uh you're treated like a i don't know like you can't even get a shower so you're regulated this is you know so i don't even know why people would put themselves in that position but like this is how it's uh the direction it's going everywhere i guess cameron you want to comment on that well yeah i mean i think they want to when i say they i mean the globalists they want complete control complete control um don't want you to drive um you know don't want you to work uh want you to eat bugs etc you know and it's like who elected these people you know and i think they're such a small uh minority you know um i don't even know what percent it is and yet uh it seems like they've uh you know it's, it's like we're living in a in a bond film a really bad one that we can't get out of yeah <laughs> you know? that's a good way to put it oh wow yeah yeah totally um god i i want out of the matrix so bad um i just wish it was like like it was back in the day you know like before they totally corrupted everything uh it's so weird the the modern day um, thought process behind certain things. I feel like no one's actually planning to build a real society, like a sustainable society that's going to be epic. You know, one that's actually going to flourish that all these people are just like ultimately tearing things down. Uh, we talked, we gave a crazy example. I've talked about it a couple times on the show. Like, the, you know, all these trucks, you know, gas prices are outrageous and you got semi trucks shipping around bags of Doritos that have air pumped in them, you know, taking up half the truck. Right. Um, and they, you know, so, um, this kind of shit's going on and no one's really doing anything better. Everything's just done for almost like it's, done like that for design. I mean, ultimately BlackRock and, um, that other company. Vanguard. Yeah. Vanguard. Yeah. Ultimately they own everything. So do they design pumping air into Doritos so that they can get more shipping going on and like plug up and congest traffic to put humans under stress and duress so that they struggle so that, you know, I was talking about this on a ranch show. Well, he brought it up because remember, Bethany, when you called in, he to rant, rained out Rantcast, which airs on ATN.live. Every Sunday, rained out Rantcast goes live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, ATN.live. Bethany, when, when you called into that show, he was talking about this uh, shooting and he said it might have been based on that falling down movie with Michael Douglas. I don't know if y'all have seen that where like he, this dude like gets tired of the city because like he's under so much pressure and duress and it shows him like sitting in traffic. And I think he just gets out of his car one day. He's like, fuck it. Starts like walking through the hood with a bat or something. Next thing you know, like he's like fighting, like, gangsters and shit like i can't remember the whole movie he ends up in like this burger place and they didn't want to send him you y'all could listen to rained out Rantcast, the rebroadcast but they they uh they didn't want to serve him because he wanted breakfast and you know breakfast at fast food places <laughs> ends at 10 30 a.m and it was like 10 31 so uh you know it got all crazy. He went postal and all that. Uh, have you seen that movie, Cameron? Yeah, I remember it. Do you think yeah. that they keep people under duress like that on purpose? Um, it's it's possible, you know, because it it, it just seems like there's just more and more um, stress, especially now. It, it it wasn't like before the. Uh, the lockdowns and everything that life was also rosy and easy, but, um, it, it's definitely, 
becoming uh, more and more and more, uh, more and more difficult to cope. You know, I think, you know, I think those in power are at war with us. So, you know, it's psychological warfare. It's fine. It's carried out with military precision to divide and conquer the masses. You know, we need to stop fighting each other and fight back against those pitting us up, pitting us against each other. It's all to create division, hardship, um, and just, uh, yeah, stress, all that. You know, I've, I've got... I've got a word for it that just can't bring it to mind, but I think we all feel it on some level. Um, and it's, it's getting harder and harder to just, uh, you know, navigate this. Um, you know, I mean, for me, um, you know, let's put it this way, as far as wars go, you know, uh, in past wars, civilian casualties were usually the result of collateral damage. Um, this war is different in that the entire population of the planet is the target. So being under this existential threat, you know, is is difficult. I can't, let's put it this way, let's take the cars. Let's take just trying to get around. Not only is gas really high, but electric vehicles are pretty much out of the question for most people, you know, because of what they cost. And then there's the batteries. And then there's all these other issues with uh you know, with getting it uh, charged and the fact that you're using a lot more energy to charge it, you know, and it seems like they want to replace all this infrastructure with stuff that really kind of doesn't work. Right. This is kind of organic. Wouldn't you make sure that, that the infrastructure that you're moving to uh, works, you know, and it seems like just, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like we're being set up. It feels to me like we're being set up to to fill, right? Well, yeah. I think yeah, I think that too. Um, and Aaron, if you you want to jump in, or Bethany, um, you know, do, but technology is it, it could be a dual edged sword. I noticed that. I mean, I guess I'm a tech guy who's dealing with like all these different like web issues all day and stuff like this. But it seems a little crazy. Um, Sometimes I feel like it's almost like too much. Um, it seems that every time I get a new system or something, I'm the guy finding the major problem with it. And I'm sitting there thinking like, haven't they got this worked out yet? Like, why do they launch these systems and nothing works? Um, Bethany, technology, is it good or bad? Well, it's neither. It's what it's used for. It's like guns, good or bad. I mean, inanimate objects. I mean, although I think with technology, there's more of a spiritual element to it. Um, maybe that's true of everything, uh, because we are spiritual beings uh, going through the uh, human experience here. But to say, look, I mean, do I think life was more in my opinion, just to put it bluntly and take it as you may. I mean, I think there was more quality of life when I look back before technology boomed the way it did, like back in the, you know, when I was growing up back in the eighties, you know, I'm, I was born in 72. So back, back in the eighties, you know, they were just great years. And, and like you said, Cameron, you know, everybody had problems then everybody had issues. We all have our personal things going on and, and, you know, there's hard times, ups and downs and, you know, valleys and mountains, but you know, everybody's feeling this now, even the youth. I mean, my son has two friends that are awake. He actually had two of his buddies over today and I told them they're both awake and they're, they're good. You know, the three of them, uh, my son and his two buddies, I mean, they're good Christian kids and, uh, young men, I should say. And I told them, I to said how proud, like they're where the great reset and whatnot. And, um, I said, how do you feel about that? And, and, you know, they both had a couple different things to say, but you know, when the youth starts feeling that, like my son's one friend said, you know, I really stay focused on the Lord. I try to stay focused and take everything one day at a time because really the way things are going and the way things are moving and how quickly they are, um, it, it would be real easy to be hopeless. So I, I stay focused on the Lord. And when the time comes, you know, I'm going to know what to do and, and what to say, like the Bible says. So it's interesting. I don't even know where I was going with this. Sorry. It was, I kind of rambled a little bit there, but I think, I think 
quality of life personally was better before all the social media, all of the 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 tech techno technological boom there. Yeah. Yeah, it it gets us that nowadays it gets us involved in so many things that don't really concern us. We we find a reason to get involved with with like Ukraine and shit like that. That's not affecting us right here immediately, but somehow we've got roped into this kind of thing. And then when it, when it comes to like the kids and stuff, we got to get them on board with thinking outside the box because we have to remember like the the goal the globalist with whether it's climate change or or money or whatever systems they're trying to enact on us, they're, they're targeting the kids to program the next generation after them too. So we have to be very vigilant and try to remind everybody that we have to stay this course to, to fight back against them. And it's not going to be easy, but that that's very good to hear Bethany that your, that your son has these friends that are awake too, because that, that should be our main goal too, of fighting back against all of this, this bullshit that we're seeing going on right now is that the, the kids know what's wrong and so we can push back because they're brainwashing just as much as we're trying to wake people up so that that is something i've kind of missed in the past is like oh god these people are all asleep they don't ever want to wake up is that we got to also influence the next generation as well well and that and it's like they're really going at it so um if people don't constantly just challenge the um them and peck away at upholding their their civil liberties their rights their freedoms all this stuff i mean it's gonna erode quick look they already tore down all the statues and all the historical mm. monuments remember that mm -hmm. that was crazy all that uh stuff cameron what do you think about that them tearing all that the history down well you know that's the marxist way you know that that's that's how you go into communism that you, you, if you look at what Stalin did and you know that's very that's Marxism as far as I'm concerned where you erase history you erase uh, you know you you revise history um, but what's one thing that's interesting about what uh, what Bethany said is you know beware the bright shiny objects and so if you look at uh, let's just take computers okay personal computers and the internet and the iphone it kind of lured us all in you know this is really cool and there's lots of cool things about uh computers and you know computer mm -hmm. programs and for me music notation and studio stuff you know uh yeah and it's a bright shiny object in everything but with what with what's taken place over the last two years i mean from what from my perspective I'm seeing the real intent of what this was for. Yeah. That it all us. It was to um, track us. It was so when you start looking at the evil intent behind mm. it, and the fact that they're not making uh, any uh, secret of it, I look back at that and go, you know, I could have done. I could have simply done without all this. Yeah. You really. Know? Yeah. Um I've, I've, I've lived, um, you know, like I lived on a beach one day or one time for like 90 days. Um, that was pretty fun. I mean, it, it was like kind of rugged, but kind of cool. Um, but I'm Were down you naked and afraid. Chef? Well, I didn't totally like, like I didn't totally go like survival style and shit. Like I still had shit, but like, it was like it, you know, it shows you what you would be dealing with like element wise. Um, I know I got like, like I was like super tanned and my hair turned like blonde almost cause it bleached it. Cause I was out in the, cause it was in Hawaii. So it was like out in the sun the whole time in the water. I would like wake up and, and go in the ocean like right away, like right when it was almost light, which I heard that's when the sharks are there. So like, I don't know why I was fucking doing that, but Shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, like, um, it was cool though. You know, um, did you get laid? <laughs> oh. They used to do that. Sex I don't know if the they beach. put those lays over you anymore. Like when, when you went to the airport back in the day, like when I, when I lived in Hawaii, when I was younger, um, they would put lays on you at the airport. They don't even give you a bag of peanuts anymore on the airlines. I doubt when you come off the plane, they give you Those were the flowers. best peanuts ever, those American Airlines honey roasted. 
were they good yeah like i mean i don't know i was a kid but i remember them being like really good and like i've tried to get honey roasted peanuts since and i can never get good ones honey roasted cashews are really good not to change the subject but yeah honey roasted cashews you never never had them shut no no that's nuts, man. We're talking Did about. Did you like macadamians? <laughs> macadamia. When you lived in Hawaii? Not really. They have the big... Not. I'm not like a big uh, nut person like you are, <laughs> Bethany. Touche. <laughs> Bethany loves her nuts. Uh, these nuts. These nuts. Well, um, now we're just like turning it into a total shit show. Um, what else did we want to cover, guys? Because there's like, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on you know there's the whole uh, biden thing the hunter biden thing the the fact that uh biden looks like two different people there's a lot of people talking about dude like um um who is it sam tripoli they were talking about it on tinfoil hat and um they were basically you know just like sam just basically mentioned it you know uh same thing you know there's people that think uh, there are two different people. What, um, Cameron, have you know, have you seen this on the social media and like, what, what's your take on the, could they be running different versions of Biden or like a lookalike? Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very strange, especially, uh, the side by side video from last week. Right. Was, mm-hmm. was strange. I mean, his, in the second one, uh, where his eyes are all close together, mm-hmm. looks like a completely different person. It, it in the speech pattern to me sounded like George Clooney. <laughs> oh wow! No way! Yeah, uh, even my mom's noticing this. She will send me pictures and we'll um, talk back and forth. But um, I'm surprised. Like she basically knows. You know, my mom knows that they're running like a puppet. I mean, that's pretty crazy to think about that. What about the what about the blinking thing? That that shit's strange. I, I found that thirty that second pretty. clip. I think we played the audio from it, but he, there's thirty six seconds, thirty seven seconds, no blinking. Do you think that they're aliens like- that run the government now, or something? They've like embedded themselves with nanobots and self assimilated inside the uh, politicians' bodies and have overthrown the u.s government well i think maybe it's 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 the world i mean just who who and what are these leaders under the thumb of the globalists i mean it's like they're reading from the same script so you know from what i've seen Mm -hmm. you know these people have a shred of humanity you know are they even human you know are they demons presenting themselves in human form like fallen angels or are they ai or alien reptiles i mean i don't know yeah no 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 yeah i mean I was kind of joking, but it's like not even a joke anymore because like people are noticing this shit. Uh, I've analyzed it. I know I'm not crazy. Um, You know, AI, uh, deep fake. Okay. Could it be possible? Now, this is this this is crazy. Could it be possible that um, there is no Joe Biden? Joe Biden's not even president. And could it be possible that um, the current president, Trump, um, because we were in continuity of government, he, they probably wouldn't have him do this. They'd probably have like a puppet do it, but let's just say it's him. Like just to make it funner, could they have him in an underground base because of the invisible enemy and, um, under continuity of government? Cause they know what's coming based on like my film or something. And then could they have a, um, deep fake like mask on him where, Trump just comes out and gives like the speech for the day or like some random puppet and it presents the, uh, the, uh, image on the screen. Right. And that's where we're getting this like neckline problem that looks like a mask, but maybe it's like animation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take anything at face value. And it, and yet it doesn't so much of, I would say in the last year and a half, just something is so off, you know, isn't it? Isn't it? So like my best take, my my take on this is either we've been invaded by aliens that took over the government um, or we are in continuity of government, which I believe that we still are. And they're not really coming out and talking about that. And that I don't know, for some reason, they're 
maybe there's you know the only other thing is is biden you know the the current presidency is all legit and that's all really going on and biden's has health problems so they're running a puppet um just (laughs) just to give that appearance but i mean like i know they would probably do that this seems like it just seems more like twilight zone to me like something else is going on we we could have also created this computer computer at like darpa or something and it's like actually like some kind of weird ass ai that's running everything sending people all these directions oh, at once They're like a script almost <laughs> well that, you know that uh, could be actually wow. chaos. order out of chaos um yeah. the 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 summer chaos you know like confuse them like like uh what's that the tower of babel shit mm-hmm. you know yeah. like that exactly wow that's a really good point you guys just kind of nailed something new for me to think about because that's true and i think that um i don't know uh when we were talking earlier cameron you were saying how like you know you're you're forgetful and because there's so much information out there going into your brain at once and i know that's been happening to me i know we're all getting a little older too but i think it's more than that um i think there's just that is a great point, like the Tower of Babel. I'm going to look into that biblically a little bit more, too, and see if there's a little more correlation there. But I think that's what a lot of people are feeling, too. Like, they're just feeling confused. I find a lot of people, I feel like there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, violent crimes up. But I also see a lot of people seem to be, for lack of better words, shutting down. They just seem to be almost, like, defeated. Um, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm getting. People are either increasing their, their, um, you know, their aggression or they're just shutting down. That's what I'm seeing out there. Yeah. Well, I, you know, um, it's going on. (laughs) Well, we're at the end of the broadcast. Cameron, why don't you plug anything you want on the way out? Let people know how to find you on social media and how to check out your band and all that. Yeah. Um, Boxofbox.com, B-O-O-O-C-L-O-X.com, and there's video there for uh, All of Sanity, and my Twitter handle is at Cameron, C-A-R-K-E-S-1. Boxofbox.com. Thanks, Cameron. Thank you, Cameron. All right. Well, uh, don't forget to keep on checking out ATN. We got Rained Out Rantcast coming up next and then Conspiracy Chicks. Berserker Survival will be doing a five-day-a-week live show weekdays, Monday through Friday, right here on ATN, the Ambellas Talk Network. His show will air live at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, weekdays. We'll see you later. Thanks. Don't forget to donate. We got to keep the station going until I find sponsors and it's time to renew everything. We got to have people pitch in. I'm dead serious. Um, Go to the bottom of the ATN.live. Click the button. If you're a podcast person, go ahead and hit five stars and leave a review on the podcast. If you're a podcast guy or girl. Show us love, family. I just want to say real quick, Rant, your show is excellent. And uh, Aaron, first show, great. And Conspiracy Chicks, you're doing a great job. We got something going on over here, guys and gals.
Live.